John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. Now, I read those last week. Let's do the same thing. You ever had the same scripture two weeks in a row? Hang around me a little while. You'll see a lot of things. You'll be like, I ain't never seen that before. Well, here we go. John 14. Beginning verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. <laughs> you believe in God, believe also, also in me. This is Jesus talking. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now you remember last week we talked about the fact that this is humanity's ultimate challenge, that Jesus Christ laid down to all of humanity there 2,000 years ago. Now, it was laid down 2,000 years ago, but it was laid down for everybody that's ever been on this earth, every, every human being ever conceived uh, for all the time that we've been here. This is the challenge right here. No one comes to God the Father but through Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus said. That's what he said. Basically, he laid waste every philosophy, every vain religion, every false belief, every false God that has ever risen up on the sands and the dirts of this earth. Jesus said, false, false, false. Because if you're going to get to God the Father, it's going to be through me and me alone. And you see, that's what the world, the world don't like that stuff. The world don't like, the, what the world wants to hear is like, oh, coexist. You see them bumpers, it makes me sick when I see that old bumper sticker, coexist my foot. There is no coexisting because Jesus Christ is the only way. And you see, the world wants us to all come together. The world wants us to love one another. And listen, we are about love. You see, it's so contradictory to the world that a Christian can talk about love when they want to say that there's still sin in the world. Well, you see, the way I see it, all right, now, we was talking about this a little bit the other day. Uh, my daddy and my mama a couple of times loved me so much. Y'all know where I'm going with this, don't you? <laughs> They loved me so much, all right, that it hurt sometimes. It absolutely hurt sometimes that they loved me so much. But you know what? Now that I'm here where I'm at today, now that I've reached the point in my life where I'm at today, I look back and I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I should have got a few more than I did, but thank you anyway. Thank you, because it has made me the man that I am today. It has made me the person that I am to be able to understand that, listen, this world, this life, this existence is not 
about me. Now, I'm sure that y'all don't know anybody like that who, who, who has not yet to comprehend that the universe does not revolve around them. Y'all have never known anybody like that, have you? <laughs> well, you see, this is where Jesus is going. You see, Jesus has the audacity, the hoopspah. We were talking about that word the other way. The hoopspah. To be able to say, I'm the way. You want to get to God? You want to see the Father? You want to have a relationship with the Father? I'm the only way. I'm the only way. And you see the world, boy, that it just makes them mad. It just makes them shudder. They can't accept that. They can't grasp a hold of that. <coughs> that Jesus loves this world and each and every one of us so much that he will stand up and proclaim the only truth that has ever been, that he is the only way to God. Notice this. Now you see, this is what we're going to talk about today, all right? Because we talked about that last week. Jesus laid down that bold challenge to all of humanity. But today, let's talk about the first characteristic that Christ tells his disciples of himself when Thomas asked him this question. Because you remember, Jesus said, now, Jesus is fixing to go to the cross. This is right before the cross. The cross is before Jesus. He's fixing to go through the, the night at Gethsemane, fixing to go through the false arrest, the false trials, fixing to be nailed to a cross. And yet Jesus is comforting the disciples with these words. Let not your heart be troubled, guys. You believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I'm going to prepare a place for you, guess what? I'm coming back to get you. Be like us working in here all week long and, and getting everything nice and ready. And, and, you know, next week, hopefully we'll get a lot more done and, and get all this stuff done. And then when we get through, guess what? Lock the doors. Don't let anybody in here. What in the world? That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? No, when you get that place prepared, what do you want to do? You want to open wide the gates. You want to bring everybody in, let everybody see. And this is what Jesus said. In my father's house, my father's house are many mansions, many rooms, whatever you want to, however you want to translate that. There's a lot of room up there. There's a lot of room in his father's house. And he says, if I'm going, guess what? I'm coming back to get you. I'm coming back. And you see, he was telling them this. And then he says, now, look at this, because this is very important to understand that. We uh, look at what Jesus, the words that he used. The way. I am the way. That's the first thing we're going to look at. The first characteristic that Jesus speaks of. I am the way. Now, of course, this has to, this the Greek word that Jesus used for the way must, must be some, some obscure, uh, unknown word that means some kind of uh, unknown power or majesty or something like that. 
Jesus said, I'm the way. Well, you see, the Greek word for that is hodos. That's not a very good sounding, you know, or proper sounding word, but the Greek hodos means uh, to know the way. And you see, when Jesus uses this word, he says, you know the way. You know where we're going. You know which way it is. And Thomas says, we don't know. Well, 102 different times that word is used. 83 is translated as way. Okay? There's eight wayside. He talks about the wayside sometimes. There's six that's translated as journey. It's a journey. Okay? Three are highway and two are miscellaneous. I'm not sure what they were translated as. I don't know if they know what they were translated as. But you see, it basically means what? The way. That's the way out to the front door. That's the way out to the side door. When you get out there and get in your car and go out here on Highway 278, that's the way to get to Rome. Or to Bojangles. (laughs) Or to uh, Triangles. Get some of that fried chicken. That's the way to go down that way. All right, so that's what Jesus was talking about. I'm the way, guys, the way. And you see, that's what sets this apart. Jesus used that definitive article, the, all right? I thought about Jess when I was studying it. Jess, you and your daddy. Because anybody in here that follows college football, okay, knows about this. There's some school up north. Yeah. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? They don't just go to this university. They go to the, this university. Do I have to name them? You know who I'm talking about. You've seen those guys before on Monday Night Football and when they introduce them. Yeah. Oh, so-and-so, I go to Georgia, so-and-so, I'm from Florida State, so-and-so, I'm from Virginia Tech, so-and-so, where are you from? I'm from the Ohio State University. You see, those guys are what? They're proud of where they're from, and that's okay. That's good. But you see, it's, it's basically the same thing. Jesus is not saying, I am the way to heaven. I'm the way to the Father. I'm a good way to follow. No, he's saying, Jesus, where are you going? Well, Thomas, I am the way to God. There's only one, and it's me. I'm the only way to get there. He was emphasizing. He was telling them. Over in Matthew 7, 14, back a little bit, a few books before this, Jesus talks about the way again. They were talking about heaven. They were talking about hell, uh, different things and like that. Notice what Jesus says in Matthew 7, 14. He said, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. You see, Jesus told Thomas, said, you know the way. You know which way we're going. 
But he's also said that this is a narrow way, right? It's a narrow way, and there'll be few that find it. Well, that's a scary thing. I mean, that's a scary thought. That of all the people that we meet every day, of all the people that are around us in our life, uh, to think it uh, more than likely, there's only a few of them that know the way. The way. Statistically speaking, there's probably fewer Christians in our community, in our town, in our county, in our state, in our nation than even we realize. Because all the numbers, you know, all the the, uh, Pew Research, the Barnas, and all those that do uh, the statistics and everything, they always put out these numbers. You know, this group is Christian, that group is Christian. There's so many of them in this. And Jesus said that this is a narrow way. Narrow way. Jesus said there's few that will find it. And that's scary. You see, we was talking. I, I guess y'all can tell we've done a lot of talking this week, again. You see, y'all think everybody everybody gives women the hard time. Well, women, women get together, they gossip like everything. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh, no. Man, don't don't even try to go there, all right? Because we we talk a little bit, all right? We but we talked about good stuff too, all right? But you see, that's one of the things we talked about that we tried to uh, focus on is the responsibility, especially of 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 you know of fathers to be examples to their sons and their daughters, all right, to their children. Of fathers to be example to other people in the community, other young men to have godly men. Godly men, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right to have godly men to be examples to those around us. You see, we want godly men and godly women. But you see, God has appointed us men to be examples, to be a type. Of Christ. Narrow is the way. You see the family that God has given me. Uh, if you know I bring uh, my daughters into this world. And then just you know. Okay kiddos. You know. Uh, you know I love you and everything. And then I'm going to. You know go out there and. See what you can find out. I'm going to let you make the decisions. I'm going to let you choose what you want to do in this world. No, you're right, Dave. No, it ain't going to happen. If I don't influence their decisions, guess what? The world is. The world is. They ain't none of this neutrality stuff. There's no such thing as neutral ground. You're, you've heard people talk about that. Well, let's meet on neutral ground. Listen, friend, there is no neutral ground. There is no such thing. That's one of the biggest lies the devil's ever come up with. Let's meet on neutral ground. No, there ain't no neutral ground. There is none. Jesus said narrow is the way. Narrow. Jesus said few there be 
that find it. You know what that tells us, Christian? We better pay attention. We better be on the mark. We better be looking. We better be staying focused. We better be looking at the way. You ever seen those movies? You've seen those movies, those uh, commercials and stuff like this. These guys will be up in these, you know, uh, uh, or driving or, you know, you'll see people driving or riding pack horses or something like this up in these uh, giant mountains uh, over there in Asian stuff on these ledges that are, what, about that wide? I think they got one of them trails out there at the, the Grand Canyon, too. Somebody's told me about that. You, you get a pack mule and, and go down the, to the bottom of the canyon, trail about this wide, no thank you. No thank you. And you see, if you take your eye or if you're a horse or mule or whatever you're on that you're putting your life in uh, is takes their eye off of the way, guess what? It's a long tumble down. It's a long tumble down. And you see, that's what we've got to do, believer. We have got to know the way. This way. This traveled road. A journey. It, one of the definitions there says it's also a course of conduct. There we go. A way. A manner of thinking, feeling, deciding. Okay. So we're seeing what Jesus is saying. Jesus told Thomas, I am the way. Thomas was, you know, well, how can we know Jesus? How can we know the way? The way. Jesus said, I am the way the direction to go. Notice what uh, Peter in his breakout sermon there in Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4 verse 12, this is what Peter said. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You see what Peter's saying? I think Peter's got it. I think Peter knows what Jesus was saying. I am the way. Peter's like, okay, I got you now, Jesus. You see, this was like a, a great, a great, uh, uh, you know, uh, experiment there. Sometimes that we do in the kitchen, we come together and, and, and make, you know, this, this cake that we've never made before, this souffle we've never made before, and we put all these ingredients in there, and, and sometimes it comes out, yeah, and then sometimes it comes out, you know. But it's, this is what Jesus has done. He's taken these uh, people under his wing. He's made them disciples. He's taught them. He's lived with them. He's taught them these things. He's brought honor and glory to the Father, and now, guess what? He's going to the cross. He's going to die and to give his life for all mankind. And those 11 guys that have taken all that teaching for those last three years have now that's going to cook under the pressure of the death on the cross. 
And you see, they're going to have to say, wait a minute. This is what Jesus was talking about. This is what he meant. He kept saying he was going away. He kept saying, you know, where, where I'm going, you know. Okay. All right, Jesus, this is it. Yes. This is what he taught us. And then no doubt is they're there. They're probably talking about these things there in the, uh, you know, the, the upper room there where they're hiding, they're cowering, they're shivering. Uh, there three days after the crucifixion, they're probably saying, what more can we do? What else are we going to do? Then all of a sudden, guess what? There's no knock at the door. There's no raising of the window. There he is. Jesus Christ. In their midst. And all of a sudden. It's done. It's done. The teachings. The life. The example that Christ gave before them. And you see Peter. It was cemented. And he said that's it. Jesus. And it culminated here in this. Sermon that he gave. Neither is their salvation in any other. For there is none other whereby we must be saved. Jesus said, I am the way. First Timothy 2 5, Paul gets on, on the act. Don't, Paul's going to get in there. What does he say to Timothy? For there is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. <laughs> there you go. Jesus said, I'm the way. Paul says he's the way. The only way. Well, over in Romans chapter 5. This gets a little deeper over there. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more which they which receive abundance of grace of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, get this, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. One. Yeah. By the offense of one, Adam, we became a sinful creation. We turned over the authority, the deed. We turned over our life to the authority of Satan when we gave in to sin. But then Jesus said, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came. Upon all men and to justification of life. Jesus said, I am the way. If we or anyone is to ever enter the eternal reward prepared for believers, guess what? It will only be for those that are believers in Jesus Christ, okay? Not for somebody that 
lives a good life, that does good things. And believe me, now I, I, I'm not, I'm not being hard-hearted or or not understanding, because understand this, I've got people in my family, in my family, who don't get it, who do not get it, and it breaks my heart. It does, because they know better. They have saw better. They have been taught better. But for whatever reason, they don't get it, that Jesus Christ is the way. They have left that. They have want no part of that. So I don't say this to be mean-spirited or hard-hearted. But if there is anyone who does not know Jesus Christ, they will not enter into the presence of God the Father. That's it. That's it. You don't know Jesus, you don't get access to the Father. All these these people that that, uh, say, well, the Heavenly Father has told me this, the Heavenly Father has showed me that. No, no, no. No, you're dealing with anybody, you're dealing with Jesus Christ. You don't just go rolling into the presence of God the Father with your, uh, you know, uh, needs or wants or whatever it is. No, no, no. You go through Christ. And guess what? Christ loves you. He loves you. Gave his life for you. But don't you think for one minute that... Jesus is some little uh, genie, uh, some little uh, rabbit's foot uh, that's going to keep you out of trouble uh, when the going gets tough. No, just like we talked about last week, just read on a little bit further from where we read right there, and you'll get down to the 15th verse where Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So we know that Christ expects expects that we will follow his teaching. That's what disciples are. Disciples learn from the master and then they turn around and what? Teach it to somebody else. That's all we do. There ain't no uh, experts or masters. You're always talking to the uh, they, these young guys was asking me the other day, you know, how many degrees you got? And I'm like, I got more degrees than a thermometer. And guess what? They don't mean nothing. Got a master's in divinity. I'm a master at the divine. What in the world does that mean? I mean, I, I got the degree and I don't know. I don't, I mean, uh, you know, you tell some people that and they think you can, you know, cook candy better than anybody else. I don't know. Master of divinity. I wish that was the truth. I'd go home and make some of that stuff right now. But you see where we're at? You see what we're doing? We disciple. We, we disciple one another. We learn from the master, which he taught his disciples. He turned around. They taught. Peter went out and said, hey, Jesus said he was the way. Guess what? He is the way. You want to get to God? You got to go through Jesus. 
Paul said, there's these other cats out here saying they know the better way to heaven, that Jesus was this, Jesus was that. Let me tell you something. Jesus is the only way. They taught it. Their disciples taught it. And it's been brought down to us. Thanks be unto God by faithful men and women that have carried that cross all the way down to where we're at today. And we turn and teach it to those that are coming after us. But we have to be faithful to that teaching. You see, if I just casually mention to somebody, you know, well, you know, somebody wants to know, well, I, I wonder how I get to heaven. You know, how can I really know who God is? Well, you know, Jesus said he was the way. Well, you know what they're going to do? They're going to look at my life. You really believe that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I believe Jesus is the way. Okay. Well, they're going to start looking at my life. They're going to start listening to what I say. They're going to start paying attention to where I go, what I do. And guess what? They're going to evaluate that. Well, this guy says he thinks Jesus is the only way. Uh, from what I know about Jesus, you know, I've heard about these teachings and everything. Does this guy's life measure up with what he's saying he believes? Mm. And unfortunately, most of us wind up being like the king in Persia. We're weighed in the balances and found wanting. So you see, that's why it is so important for us as God's people, as the congregation, to be an example to the community around us, to those in our life, that they might see that we are true believers in Jesus Christ, that he is indeed the way. That's what he said. I am the way.